It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Monday, December 7th, 2020. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill, 317-849-2933. Make an appointment to see the best dentist I've ever gone to, the only dentist I've gone to the last 27 years. Got some weird news today. I didn't expect it. Donald Davidson is retiring as the chief historian of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Donald Davidson and I first crossed paths in 1993, as many others did with Donald. I listened to him on the radio. I was working at WIBC. I had just moved down here from Chicago, and I heard on my radio station a British guy talking about like the 1930 Indianapolis 500. I, then I heard him talking about like Louis Chevrolet and Ralph De Palma and all of these guys that I frankly had never heard of. And I thought, my God, what kind of a radio show is this? This thing is completely insane. This is the worst show I've ever heard of. It's completely impenetrable. I'd never heard anything like this on the radio. And I really thought maybe moving down to Indianapolis was a complete mistake. I should have stayed in Chicago where they talk about the Cubs and the Bears in current day instead of the Indianapolis 500 from like 1911 through 1928. I just didn't understand it. But because it was my radio station, I listened to it every day on my way home from work. And over the course of that first May that I spent in Indianapolis, I fell in love with the show. I absolutely adored Donald Davidson because Donald Davidson embodied all the stuff that's great about radio hosts. He was authentic as hell. In, insanely authentic. And, and then he was crazy passionate for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the Indianapolis 500. And through that first month of May that I spent here, I fell in love with the Indianapolis 500 and with the Indianapolis Motor Speedway because Donald Davidson was in love with the Indianapolis 500 and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And little did I know it was going to become my job to manage Donald Davidson as the host of Talk of Gasoline Alley on WIBC and then on 1070 The Fan. And nobody manages Donald Davidson. You, you know, you can't tell, Donald, we need you to hit the brake on time. You can't say, Donald, we need you to, although I did, I tried, 
I said, look, Donald, we need you to talk more about the present day guys. You know, this upcoming Indianapolis 500, rather than like the 1934 Indianapolis 500, we don't need more stories about, you know, Louis Meyer. We need more stories uh, about, you know, these guys, the guys who are currently running 200 laps on, on the, you know, the Sunday before Memorial Day at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We need that. It's like, well, I don't really enjoy talking about the moderns. I said, okay, um, define moderns to me. He said, anyone who raced after 1964. I said, what? It's like, at this point, it's like 2006 or something. Like, you know, 1964. You know, the, the, most of the people listening weren't alive then. Please talk to me. He said, well, I, I, I answer questions uh, about, you know, the Roadster era. And that's really, I was like, okay, what are you going to do? Are you going to bloody your forehead arguing with the guy who has hosted this show for 30 years incredibly successfully? You're going to try to make him something he's not? What are you out of your mind? So you just, you stop. And you let Donald be Donald. And that is what we fell in love with in central Indiana. Donald Davidson first came to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in 1964. He was a film projectionist in London, saved his money, flew over here, knew nobody, just kind of showed up, had a great time, was kind of adopted by people here, went back to London, saved for another two years, and then moved here permanently because of the Indianapolis 500 and his affinity for that event. Over the years... He went on WIBC as a guest, and then he hosted Talk of Gasoline Alley as a segment, and then it became a one-hour show that aired for years and years, from 6 to 7, every night during the month of May, minus the night before the race, every night, Saturday, Sunday, and, and it just it was the same thing every year, but it was beautiful because it sounded just like it did. It, it, the tradition of this show, I think, was absolutely as important to, I don't know, you, you know what, to me, the, the tradition of the race and the tradition of the show kind of became intertwined. And, and that was all because of Donald. Got the British accent, uh, an incredible memory for statistics and names and anecdotes, and he never cheated anybody who called into the show and asked a question. The only shame was that only a couple of people could get through every show and ask a question because Donald was very complete in his answers. Uh, A wonderful gentleman, a really good person, whose caring was so deep and is so deep for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and, and for the event that defines it, that he's become a fixture within it. You know, I wrote today at KenSterling.com and, uh, about Donald, and, and the lead was kind of like, did you hear the one about the guy who spoke about an event and, and the men and cars in it with such passion that he actually became one of the traditions of it? That's Donald Davidson to me. And every year, I would get a phone call at my desk from Donald. Donald would say, okay, I'm ready to do another year. I said, great, we're all good. And my money, and uh, I'd say money hadn't changed. All right, well, that's good then. Uh, and I assume that Scotty Johnston will still be my my tech support out at, uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, d- d- don't worry about any of that stuff. And, and so then all of a sudden, 
you know, it, it's, well, did you hear that Mel Torme, he always, for whatever reason, Donald Davidson was always talking about Mel Torme, asked me once to get Marissa Tomei's uh, phone number or address for him, uh, Mel Torme's address, and I, I don't know, it, it, they both had the same initials, their names sound vaguely familiar, I don't know whether it's kind of an onomatopoeia thing or what it is, but those annual conversations with Donald, you know, working at a radio station in management, your your day is really fractured into a bunch of little pieces. You got 10 minutes for this, 10 minutes for that, 10, you know, two minutes here, three minutes there, uh, hallway conversations that have got to happen. And, and the phone would ring and I would see that it was from Donald on the caller ID. And I think, oh my God, do I really, do I have 40 minutes? And you pick up the phone and it's Donald, and you have this conversation that goes on and on and on forever, and it used to drive me a little bit nuts, but over time, I came to not just tolerate it, but enjoy it and love it and relish it, and and think of those days, picking up the phone and having it be Donald Davidson, and really uh, pining for a return to that. Uh, Donald, such a such a magnificent broadcaster, so passionate in what he conveyed about the uh, about the speedway and about the 500 you know if you ever listen to the show you got it you know it didn't take long to get it you got it it's a british guy talking about an event that really ceased to be globally important about 30 years ago but somehow those things kind of came together and emerged to become just wonderful. And here's what Donald could do. Donald, so it, the uh, the qualifications for the 500, they're different now. What it used to be was you had four days. You had a Saturday, I think it was from 11 to 6, and then Sunday, noon to 6, the following Saturday, noon to 6, and then that Sunday, I think it was also noon to 6. So it was a seven-hour day, a six-hour day, a six-hour day, and a six-hour day. And if there was rain, as there often was, because this is central Indiana and it rains in May in central Indiana, if you had a rain delay, you couldn't just go back to the studio and have somebody talk about something other than the track because there was commercial content that needed to air adjacent track activity or somebody talking about the track. So, hey, Donald, do you want to come on over and, and kind of host a special edition of Talk of Gasoline Alley while they dry the track. Drying the track takes about three hours. And so Donald would come over, take, during those three hours, maybe he took a dozen calls. Kept the needles bouncing in a really interesting way. Never became fatigued in the process. He was the human rain delay filler for WIBC and 1070 The Fan during all those Saturdays and all those Sundays during the month of May when nothing else would do, there's only so much you can talk about there unless you talk about the history, the thick and rich history of the Indianapolis 500. You, you can, you, I mean, you can't give, you know, Elio Castroneves, his first lap 231.126, second lap two, you know, you can only do that so much during a rain delay. So you needed a guy like Donald, and there he was. And Donald was so nice to me. 
Uh, a few years ago, I went into the 1070 of the Fan Studios down at the MS Worldwide Headquarters on Monument Circle and invited Donald down. And Donald sat with me for a couple hours. And, and we just, I recorded him talking about all kinds of stuff, whether it was about himself and his story, whether it was about Jim Herdebees or Jim Clark, who is his favorite, remains his favorite, uh, A.J. Foyt, Mario Andretti, Maury Rose, lots of these guys that Donald built uh, relationships with. We sat down and videotaped all of this, and it's on YouTube. It's on my YouTube channel. And so if you want a flavor of what Donald Davidson is and how he did it, that's available on YouTube. An absolutely stellar human being, such a pure and decent man, that no more pure and decent man has ever been put on the grounds of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And to get to know him as part of my professional life, at MS and at WIBC at 1070 The Fan was just an absolute thrill and a joy for me. And I wish him nothing but the best in his retirement. I wish he wasn't doing it because to me, this is every bit as sad as the last time, and what was that, six years ago, I think, the last time Jim Neighbors sang Back Home Again in Indiana live at the track before the race. Like, there were, I think there were 300,000 people there and they were all crying. Because this was Jim Neighbors, the guy who starred in Gomer Pyle more than 40 years prior, singing a song that he sang for the first time at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway because the owner of the Speedway, Tony Holman, asked him about 15 minutes before somebody was supposed to sing Back Home Again in Indiana, asked Jim Neighbors if he'd like to do it. So Jim Neighbors found the lyrics, wrote them on his hand, and sang the song in front of more than a quarter million. Right? That's how it started. That place is so quirky, the Speedway is. The traditions at the Speedway are crazy quirky. And Donald Davidson is one of those. And for Donald to retire and no longer be the historian out there and no longer do talk of Gasoline Alley, is just, it makes me heart sick that this change is coming. And I, I think it's coming way too soon. And uh, you know what? What started out as a novelty and became a tradition, and then, for me, became the worst radio show I have ever heard the first time I heard it, and then became a radio show that I absolutely loved, and and that, in my mind, is so completely intertwined with the Indianapolis 500 in the month of May in central Indiana that I really can't separate one from another. For that to end at this point, I just hate it, and, and I wish it wasn't happening. And, but I do, I understand, like there, there's only so much oil in the well and Donald wants to do other stuff and hosting, you know, talk of gasoline and alley and talking about green cars, not winning at Indy and talking about the numbers. You know, how often is the number six one? How often is the, you know, I guess there's only so much of that that one man can handle and, and Donald ha handled it with aplomb and, and greatness and passion and decency. And what a wonderful gentleman. The Indianapolis Motor Speedway is not going to be the same without him. 1070 The Fan will not be the same without him. And Talk of Gasoline Alley is going to evolve into the recesses of radio's history and of, of that radio station's history and tradition, and we're going to miss it like hell. 
but that's the way it goes. There is no replacement for Don. Who could host Talk of Gasoline Alley next? There isn't anyone. You know, Scott Johnston knows a lot. Who who he sat next to Donald for all those years, and he knows a lot. There through osmosis, right? You sit next to brilliance, you become brilliant. And, but uh, there's no there's no point. He would sound terrible mocking a. Uh, uh, imitating a British accent. Tomorrow morning, we're going to talk about sports on Breakfast with Kent straight up at 7 o'clock on Facebook Live, immediately thereafter on Twitter and Periscope, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry.